I asked for the fortune rolls because the result of the perceived roll has the unfortunate side effect of filling the stranded clock. Vic, you turn to the hole, and when you turn back to your friends, the only person beside you is Cat. Um, I would like to try to resist that. Okay, that that also works for me. Um, because I had previously, earlier in the hall, experienced momentary separation. So I think my pitch is that we figure out what I would roll to resist basically using kind of emotional attachment as an anchor or as a gravitational, like an emotional gravitational field to try to keep the group together. Okay. This works uh, for me. What kind of resist should that be? I think it's only... Hmm. I think flavor-wise, that should be... Moon, no? Resistance rolls for Moon are against heartbreak and despair. I feel like flavor-wise, that's what works, no? Okay. So Vic has two in Moon, so I can do that. So, resisting with Moon to avoid Stranded. Does this count as protecting for my Guardian move? It does. So, when you, take a, when you protect an ally, take plus one D to your resistance roll. So, that would be 3D6. E. So, four, three, three, three. That is two stress happily paid to keep everybody together. Okay, yeah. Uh, you take two stress. Right, so this is what happens to you very briefly, Vic. You turn from the hole to the hallway, as if to let the rest of the group know, I think I, think I just saw a euphony. You turn, and only Cat is beside you. You are no longer in a hallway. You are in the same vaguely, magically lit portion of pure darkness that you were in the last time you saw euphony in the dream. And you turn and you go. You, you notice that Nina and Ruth are not here. And immediately, this kind of silent panic kind of strikes you. Like, oh my god, everyone's separated again. I can't let this happen. And as you have that thought, that like little blink of your eye again, whether it's you or the dream, you still can't tell. But you see that, and then you're back in the hallway again. The, ho- the hole is not in that room. Everyone is still in the hallway, and your eyes hurt like a mother. You don't know why. You're in a dream. This is not supposed to just suddenly hurt, but your eyes hurt like, like looking at uh, a very bright computer screen in the middle of the night times 12. Uh, so I think Vic will kind of squat down to to kind of put their head close to their knees and close their eyes and say, "Ah, something's trying to separate us. Ah." Did Vic and Kat blink out of view for Ruth and Nina? Like, what did everyone else see? The rest of you didn't notice anything because of the effort that Vic has just made. In that case, Ruth goes over close to Vic and, like, hunkers down a little. He doesn't have to go that far because he's short. And then says very quietly so that the others don't hear, is this that stupid shit you did to get us in here? No, it's more like when Nina and I were in, were in the hole and there was euphony. 
Oh, no, no, no. No, that was bad. That was so bad. So this this may be a trap, but it may be somebody else springing a trap with the opportunity made by a third thing. Just as you finish saying that, you hear what sounds like a public announcement system in this building that goes uh, something akin to attention, everyone who has come to enjoy our static, static, static experience. We would like to let you know that there is a wonderful treatment being performed in room static, 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 and has already received one very happy customer. And then you hear muffled screaming from just beyond wherever that is being projected from. And then the initial voice goes, To the four newest customers of our experience, we hope that you would also partake in this as well. Have a wonderful day. Ding! Oh, you'll have a fucking wonderful day. I am not a customer. I did not make an appointment. I don't like this. Ruth, give me... No. Give me a perceive roll. A perceive roll, okay. Uh... Your position is risky and your effect is standard. Okay, I have one dot in perceive. Is this something that I'm idly noticing or something that I'm actively trying to do? Idly noticing. Okay, so I will not push then. Roll 1d6. That's a six. Nice. That's Dice's voice. The muffled scream. The muffled scream. You know is Dice's voice. I guess in context... Ruth has heard him screaming before when he was like really badly injured in a fight or something because mm-hmm. otherwise this would be completely out of context and he wouldn't ping it. So when the screaming comes over the PA system, what the other people in the group see is that his head kind of snaps up and like his eyes narrow and he like frowns very, very deeply. Ruth, are you good? His entire body just goes very, very, like, angie clench. <laughs> and he goes... Cat's still holding his arm. <laughs> yeah, so you feel him, like, go stony. And he goes, I guess we better go to that room then. This is the part where I remind you as GM that one of the things that we had noted earlier about how to traverse the dream is... That because the dreamscape operates on its own physical logic, that is, no logic at all, you can perform a defy role at any point in time to just exert your will over the dream in order to get to a particular location. Which would be particularly useful since you have no idea where this room is, whether it physically exists, or whether it is on the, it, on the corridor that you're presently in, or, or in another one. Does anyone okay. have dots in defy? Because I sure don't. <laughs> okay, I guess uh, Ruth is just defying our way into this thing because he says, I guess we're going to this room. And then he literally just kind of like battering ram walks forward to like get to this room. <laughs> nice. So how many dots do you have in defy? I have three total, but one of those is a transcendent dot. So technically, I only have two right now. Yeah, technically, until you transcend, you only have two. So your position is desperate, and your effect is... Your effect is standard. 
I want so my badly f- to be able... Right, your... Um, right, yes, your position is desperate and your effect is standard. Okay. Um, now, Ruth's one ability is reckless. When you make a desperate roll, you may choose to get plus 1d for the roll. If you also take minus 1d to any resistance rolls against consequences from your action. He's doing that. Uh, so, Yoi, mm-hmm. I've got... Uh, I have two links with Ruth, and so I think Vic... Uh, spends one of those links and the way that that gets expressed is that like Vic stands back up and like opening their eyes kind of flexes and pushes out against the like psychic pressure that is trying to separate everybody to create a little bit of a a bubble or a boost for Ruth's defy. So I'm going to spend a link to give you a free assist. Oh, thank you. So in total, that becomes four dice, I believe. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So as Ruth pushes, he kind of glances back at Vic and mutters, you're always helping. So I'm rolling 4d6. That's a 4, a 5, a 1, and a 3. Okay. That's noteworthy. The 5 is valuable information. While this is also happening, I would like you to give me your resistance roll as well. Oh. What resistance am I doing? I think it's only fair that you resist with sun. Okay. And because I used reckless, I ordinarily have two dots of resistance, but I do not anymore because it's minus one, so it's one dot of resistance. Roll 1d6. That's a one. Ouch. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Um... So I believe that's five things of stress? Yes, unfortunately. I'm How so you doing, friend? Uh, I am three dots away from Eclipse right now. Can I can I spend a Ooh. social link to get rid of some of that stress for Ruth? That would be cool. Aww. That would be... So you or Link's protag recover two stress. So I would like to... <laughs> <laughs> I want to help. <laughs> Nina does help. Nina is like the least stressful person for Ruth most of the yeah. time. <laughs> Nina, Nina does. Nina does like a, a pep talk. He's like, "You got this. You got this. You can do it. Everything's gonna be cool." Mm-hmm. That's actually quite helpful. So I take away two stress. So now I am one, two, three, four, five dots away from eclipse. Cool. Nice. Thank you, buddies. So, Ruth, I would like you to describe to me how do you how do you physically defy this space? Do you just keep walking down the corridor? I keep walking down the corridor. Okay. And I am the physical manifestation of move or get run over. Nice. Cool. So, you get up from talking to Vic, and you march in front of everybody else down this corridor, and you take- Kat hasn't let go yet, so she is slightly jogging to keep up with Ruth. (laughs) I'm also Mm. slightly just pulling you along. (laughs) Which is going to be particularly interesting for you to witness as well, because what immediately happens is, Ruth, you take five steps, six steps, seven steps, and then you headbutt something. There is just supposed to be an open corridor in front of you, and you hit something solidly. You have come across what is essentially uh, the dreamscape equivalent of... Invisible geometry in a video game. (laughs) Oh no, I hit collision. (laughs) And then 
This isn't a Bethesda game. What? <laughs> and then you just kind of go, nah, fuck that. I'm still walking down this corridor. <laughs> and you just keep walking. And beneath you, everyone else can vaguely notice that instead of walking down the corridor, you're dragging the corridor under your feet towards you. And that happens for quite a few steps. You feel as if you're like moving a wall. You really are just like dragging the dream beneath you. And you do that for a couple steps. And then the floor just kind of shakes a little bit. And all of you notice instead that all of the bricks of the walls and all of the tiles of the floor start shifting very violently to make space for the corridor to turn to the left. And as you continue down the corridor and turn left, you see another pair of large double doors directly ahead of you. And behind those glass double doors, you can see the figure of someone. You can't really make out from this this far away from those doors, but someone is in what looks like a dentist's chair. And they are screaming like hell. Is it dice? Uh, you can either roll to find out, or you can just try to get to that room as quickly as possible. Either of those would answer that question. I mean, look, someone is suffering. They probably don't deserve it. I am not particularly okay. interested in the question of who it is. Kath is just going to move forward, because when someone is suffering, it's our job to make that stop. I, I was just wondering if we knew who it was, it, or well, if Ruth only knows Ruth knows. Who it was because yeah, Ruth yeah. recognizes the voice. Ruth hasn't said who it is, but the instant the double doors come within sight, he seems additionally galvanized in the extremely angry way that Ruth becomes <laughs> one thing when he is going to get something done, and God help anybody in the way. So he just continues moving forward to the doors, and basically like. <laughs> throws them open or kicks them open. Give me a one die fortune roll. One die fortune roll. Ding, 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 ding. That is a one, unfortunately. <laughs> you kick the door open, but instead the glass double doors open in front of you. So you are now tumbling inside this room. On either side of the glass double doors, you see two more mannequins in nurse outfits. You can see very clearly now, because you are in the room, that this is, in fact, Dice. Dice is strapped to this chair, um, lying almost entirely flat in it. There is, like, a very bright lamp over, over Dice's head, and lots of very long, sharp drills are whirring all around his face that are, like protruding from what looks like the back of the chair that Dice is in, but none of them are touching him. And as far as you can see right now, while you're still on the floor in the room, is that it's just the two of you and those mannequins in the room. Wait, I got separated from everybody? Everyone else is still behind you, but they haven't entered the room yet, because you're on the floor in front of the door. (laughs) Okay, so I haven't disappeared. Mm -mm. The, The crew is still here. It's not like a Vic disappeared thing okay that's good that's good i was worried for a bit i was like don't split me from the party (laughs) 
everyone else is now close enough to also notice all of these things. What do you do? Well, Ruth well, we gets have up. To help Ruth up. <laughs> well, Ruth gets up and has a knife. Ruth has the knife that he attempted to stab Vic through the eyeball with when they first met in the dream. Aha! I see. Mm-hmm. Noted. As you do. Yep. What are you going to do with the knife? Well, I'm going to either cut dice out of the chair or I'm going to cut whatever gets in front of me. So. Okay. The nurses don't move. So if you go up to the chair, they will, they don't seem to uh, respond at the moment. So you can cut Dice's restraints if you like, but you, I, I will have to ask you to give me a roll for that. Okay. I guess that's a defy roll? Mm-hmm. Your position is risky and your effect is standard. Okay. That is a six and a two. Okay. Very briefly, the Velcro restraints very briefly turn into eels. But then when you put the knife next to them, they turn back into Velcro and then you cut them. And Dice straightens up, takes the gag out of his mouth and goes, Y'all shouldn't be here. Shut the fuck up. You know that you're in danger, right? D- um, um, Vic, where do we go from here? So we can either leave, if we think there's nothing else to do here, or we can try to find whoever is pulling the strings and make them stop. You do not want to do that. Uh, uh, shush, shush, shush. Shush. You shush. <laughs> Nina will quietly take Dice aside and be like, okay, tell me things. They're going to figure this out, but explain this to me. I don't understand what's going on. Um, I was at... Right, so we were at Somnia, right? I told you the stuff that I knew. I left. Um, someone hit me over the head with something, and now I'm here. Because unconscious, yeah? Um, but... And uh, he reaches into... Um, what should be the breast pocket of whatever shirt he's wearing, but it didn't have one when he reached down and now suddenly does. And when he pulls out whatever is in that pocket, it is a card and the card has the eye on it. And uh, just for those catching up, the last person that Dice spoke to before he was dream napped, I guess, was Cat at Somnio when he was yeah. showing her the card Oops. specifically. Oops. <laughs> Brandon, mm-hmm. I don't remember where we settled on whether had, uh, Vic had been at Somnio when Siobhan was working. I think you would have just left by that point. Okay, but not previously. So Vic does not have that connection. In uh, mind. You have um, in our session zero zero, like pre um, stream when we were setting the backstory of the campaign you were there at one point with Siobhan in the background but you deliberately did not interact with her mm-hmm. yeah so you do vaguely know yes um, so Vic knows then I have a, a line to add here I just didn't want to to overstep um, since it's a pretty important character connection Dice is about to interject again but instead you hear the public announcement system again that goes Attention, valued consumers, we would still like as much as possible for you to not interrupt individuals during their sessions. Thank you, and enjoy the rest of your evening. Ding! 
And then the lights flicker in this room. I would like everybody to give me a one die fortune roll. Roll one d six. That was a one. <laughs> nice, cool. Nina got a four again. Three for uh, Vic. I believe that's a five for Ruth. Yes, it's a five. So, Cat rolled a one. Vic rolled a three. Good lord. How much stress do you have, Vic? Four. Good lord. Good lord. Good lord. Vic, I need you to roll a resistance for me. Uh, what type of consequence am I resisting? I mean, you are... Essentially, it, as, it, as it occurs in this situation, the dreamscape operating on you is technically a physical consequence. The dream is about to physically control you in a way that you will not like. It is not protecting an ally, then I will just roll res the resist. The consequence will involve protecting an ally. Okay, then I have special armor through here for you, and I just resist. Ah, okay, cool. The lights flicker. In the darkness, none of you can see absolutely anything, except for Vic, who very briefly, instead of seeing absolute darkness, sees the hole again. But then, the lights come back on in this room. Vic and Kat, you both have Velcro straps wrapped around your uh, wrists, but they're not attached to anything. Mm. And you hear, like, the dull scraping of two what sounds like two metal folding chairs just kind of collapse behind you. Otherwise, all of you notice that you're presently surrounded by mannequins. There are ten mannequins in the room, and they're, now, they're all circled around you. Do they look like they intend bodily harm upon us? I mean, they look like mannequins. I'm not sure if that's enough. It would be <laughs> yeah, enough but for me. Yeah, but there's like, hey, I'm a mannequin, and... I'm a mannequin. Yeah, like okay. they're. Is this like the Doctor Who mannequins? Right. Yeah. Or yeah. Is no, yeah, this, that's that's or very they, much the flavor. Are they full weeping angel on us? Like where? It's, how it's, far it's, are they? It's definitely weeping angel. It's def It's definitely weeping angel flavor. They are leaning towards you, but other than that, they just look like st uh, static mannequins. I don't like this dream. I don't like this dream. All right, if we fight. It may take a lot. Is the exit still there? Yeah, the glass double doors are still behind you. You'll need to pass through some of these mannequins to get to the door. But it's there. Okay. How are we feeling on Ruth trying to blunt force trauma the group's way to whoever is responsible for this nonsense? Because his patience is like there now. Right. So out of character, is this a time when, is this now, uh, is this the mission where we see multiple transcendences? I wonder. Hmm. Because that's how I we think... add gas, right? Yeah. <laughs> the reason why I ask is because right now, um, that's my, my immediate instinct for what Rook would try to do to get the group out of the situation is just to go directly to the source of whoever is doing all of this. But at the same time, I have five spots of stress left. So I don't know if we want to take that route. I think there's something very stupid and risky that I might be able to do about that. <laughs> yes, go on. <laughs> I like stupid and risky. I like stupid and risky a lot. I can expend my special armor to be in two places at once. So theoretically, 
one of me can skip ahead to the boss fight. Now, this is really stupid of me because I don't have any dots in Defy. <laughs> what if Ruth tries to get to the boss fight and then you use your special armor to follow along with? Because I think that makes sense, yes. Because I don't know if past you has lived this already so that you know where the well, in the dream to end up going two places to be. See, that's the other thing. If I follow you into the boss fight, I can theoretically invoke a flashback to save you from whatever we do wrong. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh <laughs> um, okay, so I like this wanna a go? lot. You want to go? Okay, let's go. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> I like this a lot. I want to lean into this as much as possible. So I'm going to ask only one other thing. Mm-hmm. And for this, I need to remember a thing. Let me look at those sheets again. Cat. Mm-hmm. How many dots do you have in either analyze or express? I have one dot in analyze and one dot plus one transcendent dot in express. Uh-huh. But I have not transcended today. Not yet. This is noteworthy. <laughs> I guess it also I guess it also counts how many dots you have in empathize by chance. <laughs> yeah, this question is none. Man. That's sure. a none. <laughs> ah, cool. We're so squishy and so inept. <laughs> I guess we'll settle for analyze then. I would like you to give me an analyze rule. Um, okay. Your position is desperate. Your effect is standard. Analyze 1d6, marking desperate XP, and that is a 2. Oh. I am having some bad luck with the RNG today. Aha, uh -huh. cool. Something hairy happened. I think maybe the uh, initial idea that this is a really bad theme cafe is giving Cat, like, bad vibes in general probably Maybe we can play it off that way yeah yeah no because the thing that i the, like somewhat serendipitously a lot of that was going to lean into the answer that i would have given you if you did get a six so um what i will say as a result is uh you notice that there is a flickering in the uh dreamscape as well and very briefly, you feel like you don't understand why you would be seeing it. It doesn't make sense that you'd be seeing it. But very briefly, you see what looks like an inferior hostess bar to Somnio. It looks like what Somnio would look like if Somnio had no money. When you see it, like when you see that flicker in the back of your mind, you see the mannequins all vaguely turn into, like, random people that you've met. Your neighbor, the person that you buy your favorite sandwich from. The, like, a, a woman that you've met on a bus this one time. And then it just flickers back into this this spa room uh, while you're still surrounded by these mannequins. You do not, unfortunately, notice the valuable information that I would have given you that would have told you immediately what to look for to get to the room where those announcements were made. 
So, unfortunately, you'll have to continue to rely on luck or continue to just force the dream to tell you something. Hmm. So, So I do have that ability, Oracle. You can see the myriad timelines leading from past to future. When you gather info, gain one effect. If it relates to your fated person, also take plus one D. Would I be able to use info gathering to figure out where we're supposed to go? And or... Do I know where we're supposed to go? Because we did this before. Aha, uh-huh, yes. Goddamn time because travelers, Because we have to man. keep remembering, I've done this. <laughs> okay. So, of the time traveler questions and the gather information, what is the question that you'd like to ask before I let you roll a thing for me again? What do I remember about this? Uh huh. Or, ooh, hmm. yeah, I think that's good. Ah, okay, cool. I would like you to give me how many dots did you say you had in express? One base, one transcendent. Right. I would like you to give me an express roll. Can I use a social link to help, or is Nina not there? I, I. Oh no, you're still present. Okay, yeah, because it's like I know we flashed, but I think I assumed we all flashed together, but I wasn't. I wasn't sure. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I would like to use a social link to assist. So that would be one plus one D. Okay. Okay. Your position is desperate. Your effect is great. This doesn't happen very often in the dream, but it will. There's a two. Wait, sorry. No, there's a one and a five there. Okay. <laughs> and I am marking my desperate XP. Yay. We're sure getting that today, aren't we? <laughs> so yeah. repeat your question again. What do I remember about the path we should take through this dream? So, in the past version of you visiting this experience, in one of the myriad other timelines that you've engaged in this, you know most of the layout, but you do remember that the final confrontation, although you did get to that room was resolved before you got there by Euphony. Uh, Euphony was particularly upset at that point for reasons that vaguely are tickling the back of your brain. You remember that they kind of stormed off in front of everybody just as you realized exactly what the path of the dream was. Kicked someone's ass behind two glass double doors before anybody could turn the other corridor and then just ushered you all out. So you remember the path there but you don't know much about what's going to be there, except that one very angry person or four, three or four very determined dream knights are pre- presumably capable of dealing with this all on their own very swiftly. Mm-hmm. What you know as a result is uh, there are two ways that you can get to that point through the dream. A baseline defy will just lead you out of this room and Straight down the uh, straight down the emerging corridor, what would be in real life about uh, twenty five feet to another pair of glass double doors, or if you tried to break any of these walls, you would be right into that room, which doesn't work in real life but does work in the dream. But that would require a very powerful defy. As the person who has no dots in defy, can I build a path there with analyze? Uh, yes, you can. Uh, Analyze will essentially just allow you to read the dream constructing the path of that room very easily. 
Okay, then I think I have to roll the thing I have a dot in. Mm-hmm. A dot. Singular. Uh, <laughs> <your> <laughs> remember, that, uh, remember that Ruth is also planning to just brute force the way through the dream, but it makes sense that Kat is reacting before he is because mm-hmm. she's done this before. Yeah, right. so Kat has if, dream muscle memory now. <laughs> yeah, but if Kat remembers that about Ruth in the first iteration or some timeline brute forcing his way through she could also like manipulate the path so that he's mm-hmm. like pointed in the right direction when he does Wait. actually do the defy what i will how say how many dots do you have in defy again i have three in total but i'm not transcended so it's two <laughs> okay I-, I think i kind of just want to point ruth at a wall and yeah. then go to town I'll, i'm gonna i'm gonna just note idly as brandon would say that Nina does have worth saving, which is when you run foolishly into danger and no one comes to help you, mark experience. Your allies roll plus 1d when they protect you from consequences. And so if Ooh. Nina runs into whatever this is and somebody runs after her to protect her from consequences, they get an extra die. Just, just mm-hmm. so uh, I have social links. Um, and also... Believe in me means links on my sheet and links with me on other player sheets may be spent to affect any character. So if anyone feels like throwing links around, you can do so indiscriminately. Oh. I like the idea that like at the same time Kat decides to point Ruth in the correct direction, Nina runs in the wrong one. So then Vic has to go get Nina back. <laughs> no, because- don't split the party, don't split the party. <laughs> It could be like, like the party, well, yeah. for comedic but purposes. We, Nina can Leroy Jenkins. This is what I'm saying. That's all. That's yes. The thing is, honestly, I, I love that image. I suggest it because we are currently surrounded by mannequins, so it's not like Nina can actually split from the party. There's also the option of a group defy with a Vic Ruth tag team. No. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> What I was also going to say... I laughed my lungs out. Ow. <laughs> what I was also going to say is that mechanically, I, as a GM, I'm willing to argue that the result of your analyze can also become a setup for the following defy, regardless of who decides to take it. So if you decide to analyze, you could just kind of pass that information on to someone and their defy is them acting on the information that you give that you've given them plus 1d. In that case, your analyze, your position is desperate and your effect is standard. In fact, no. Your effect is great because you've been here before. Mhm. Okay. Let's see. And I have... Sorry, I'm getting the bonus die from Nina, right? Wait, no, I did that last time. Mm-hmm. So, just 1d6. Mm-hmm. That's a 5. Nice. Ah, okay, cool. This is... You are 90% accurate of this, but 90% is enough in the dream. You know the path out through... Uh, these mannequins if you wanted to go through these uh, double doors, but you also know it's possible to just kick down the wall that is facing the double doors, but you know that that would require a great mechanically to qualify how well this defy would have to go. It would require a great deal of effort to get the wall down, but once the wall is down, 
you are already in the room where the final confrontation will take place. Kat says to Ruth, Scale of one to ten, how angry are you right now? He snaps back, what the fuck do you think? (laughs) Kat, like, takes him by the arm and turns him to face that wall and goes, knock that down for me. (laughs) Shoots her this, like, sullen, but in the, I'm exasperated as a friend face. Like, you keep telling me to do things and I keep doing them kind of way, but he is angry enough that he does go for it. (laughs) Okay. Mannequins in the way be damned. <laughs> I would like you to give me a defy roll. The result of this defy roll will qualify how you deal with the mannequins behind you and the wall in equal measure. I'm not really going to okay. th- think very much about it. But Joy, is this the you're up to something moment? <laughs> <laughs> what up to something moment? <laughs> so your position is desperate. Okay. Your effect is great and you're getting plus one i get plus one flat oh because of the analyze roll. Mm-hmm. okay i am going to use reckless again why not <laughs> good lord okay cool. because because i we have the social links we may as well use them and be like ta-da with the power of friendship we can take so much stress so uh <laughs> God, I hope this doesn't turn out terrible. Uh, so it's two basic dice because I am not transcended. Then there's the one dice from Analyze, and there's the one dice from... Reckless, yeah. Reckless, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is Desperate Great? Yes. Uh, so that's four dice total, 4d6. That's a one, a six, a one, and a four. Okay. He shoots her again, that exasperated friend look, which is very odd, um, because he doesn't really look at people generally in the group as though they are his friends, but, you know, sometimes his face does give him away. And he's still holding the knife. So he moves forward, and the way he moves forward, it's almost as though all the existent space in front of him and everything in that space in front of him suddenly knows that they in fact do exist and he takes that very personally and it's very very simply a matter of moving through everything that exists in front of him in as bluntly and as unforgivingly a manner as possible. (laughs) So essentially, he just kind of makes a Ruth-shaped gingerbread man cut out right in front of him (laughs) as he storms forward and breaks through this wall. Okay. As you do that, I would like you to roll resistance for me. Indeed. Uh, So, again, because I took Reckless, that 2d6 becomes 1d6. Mm -hmm. So we're Uh, rolling with Sun again, I think. Yes. Uh That is a 5. Ah, okay, cool. You only take one stress. Nice. One stress. On the other side of that wall, you see the inside of another room. This room... 
is more dimly lit than all of the others. It doesn't have, like, white mini bricks in the wall or white polished tile on the floor. You see a lot of purple velvet curtains, a lot of, like, very large semicircular what look like lounge chairs set in, like, booths that look very similar to a place that you've been before. It doesn't emerge to your brain very suddenly until you're like, this looks like Somnio, if Somnio were a different place. In it, you see dozens of mannequins actively attempting to cater to several of those booths, but those booths are empty. No one is in any of those booths. They just... You just see mannequins moving, serving drinks to people who are not there, laughing at jokes that are not being told. And standing by the what what would look like the entrance slash exit to this place if you got to this place through normal means, you see a young, relatively short woman in a Crimson Paisley Chongsam with golden accents, holding a circular in her hand and, like, referring to it very strangely and, like, looking up at the rest of the space as if monitoring the mannequins. Ruth, she's you have no idea. what in her hand? Uh, she's holding, like, a clipboard in her hand. Oh, okay. Thank mm-hmm. you. I didn't hear that. You... Give me a roll to see if you recognize this person. I guess... Would an analyze roll make sense here? Yeah. Or a perceive? Analyze more than perceive, although perceive would also work. Okay. I have a dot in either, so it really depends on what, I guess, Um, narrative flavor you're thinking. Your effect is higher with analyze. I'd give you standard instead of limited. Um, okay, then but your position I shall, is risky. I shall roll analyze. Then rolling 1d6. That's a 1. I do not recognize this person. Yeah, you, to the best of your knowledge, you've never seen this person before in your life. Uh, does, everyone, the- does everyone else follow through the hole? Yeah, yeah. of course. I, I'm guessing that because Ruth has been in dreams like this before with the rest of the dream knives trying to find somebody who is controlling the dream or manipulating the dream, he knows that this is the place where they want to go. Ultimately, at the end, it's the final boss, so to speak. And Kat just knew where this was. So he literally breaks down the wall and literally all the mannequins in the way to get there. And he looks at Kat, who, like, shows up beside him and goes, you're up to something. I don't know why you would make such a baseless accusation against me. Yeah, you're up to something. Wow. Unkind. That's me. (laughs) Kat. You're very kind. All the time. Kat, I would like you to give me a roll. Ruth rolls his eyes pointedly and blushes. But yes, a roll for Kat. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I would Ruth like... can be as mean as he likes as long as he keeps making me macarons. <laughs> <laughs> He'll never stop. <laughs> I would like you to make a roll to observe your surroundings. I imagine can that that's... be analyze? 
Yes, it can be. Thank you. Your... I have no dots in perceive. Your position is risky, your effect is standard, and I'm giving you plus one die because of the previous analyze. Thank you. That is a 2d6. I have rolled a five and a four. Ah, okay, cool. This is Edaf. Um, you know the young woman in the Crimson Chungsam. Oh, no. The theme music for Speculate is Yellow Wood by Greg's band The Road. Find out more at www.thebandtheroad.com. Hi, everyone. If you've enjoyed what we've been doing here on Speculate and you've been thinking to yourself, where can I get more role-playing in my life? Can I recommend arvaneleron.com, A-R-V-A-N-E-L-E-R-O-N.com, where you can check out the Curse of Strahd podcast. This, set in the world of Ravenloft, is a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition campaign, which has been running for a long time with a similar group of players, and which has been both a lot of fun and I think you will find enjoyable. If you like it, please let us know both there and over here. You can subscribe to it on iTunes, Google Play Podcasts, and many other fine podcast providers. Thanks, and we'll see you over there.